What's up, party animals? Manny Laura here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Crunch, and I have three more topics for you. First, a disaster at pitcher on Tuesday leaves the Sharks starving. No pros at the top of tournaments. Uh, I'll read you off some of the winners, uh, but it won't be any high-profile names. I can guarantee you that much. Number two, playing three max, and I discovered this one while just scouring the lobby and kind of researching what happened. Uh, playing three maxes. Uh, if, if you have, if, if there's ever like a five or a 10 max or something small, even if it's a little bit higher stakes than your usual, that could actually help your ROI. I have a really cool statistic to share with you guys that could help you guys make a little more money and help grow that bankroll. Number three, Fantasy Draft. Speaking of growing bankroll, Fantasy Draft announces rake free DFS coming in July. I'll share what I know and I'll, and some concerns as well. I'll share that with you guys. All that and more on the study minute, baby. Let's go. Tuesday, we had two 100K tournaments and none of them were won by a shark, or at least not a recognizable high profile name. Excuse the guys that actually won. Uh, nothing against them. I'm sure they're ecstatic. It was a 100K win. Uh, nothing wrong with that at all. I'd, I'd be ecstatic if I won. Uh, Utakau came in second in one of them. He was still 15 points behind the winner. Uh, winner of the Triple Crown, 100K, Bears 21. Congratulations to Bears. That was one of them. That was his, actually his only entry in that tournament. And the medium seventh inning stretch, also 100K to first, was won by the Man 11. He won by three points. Uh, in that contest, and let, let me double check. I think that was also a six-entry person, so no 150s took down the 100K. You couldn't take it down on the bigger one, but either way, he didn't max just one entry in that one, and then six entries in the big $77. Pretty cool to see. Uh, pretty evident also that Sharks had a really tough time. Pitching was tough, man. Pitching was tough. If you went with some of the some of the chalkier pitchers, they, they, they got wrecked a little bit. Uh, Syndergaard didn't do well. Strasburg did whatever. Uh, nowhere near the price tag or, or worth the price tag that he was on sites. Uh, if you paid down or if you just got different for the heck of it, I think you had a pretty nice night. And, and we saw that. Top 10s were filled with casuals. And I think that's good for the industry. If we, if we put some money back, especially in a grueling MLB season of some of these guys, I think that could go a long way. So so congratulations to those two. The 50K, the extra inning 50K to first, won by a man named Swedish Chef. Or woman, can't assume gender, Swedish Chef. Uh, that was the $10 entry, 150 entry max in that one. 50K, congratulations to Swedish Chef. All in all, Sharks had a pretty tough time. I, I actually like when that happens. Uh, I, I I don't want to keep you up to date. By the way, someone put it out on stream how negative Nancy it is to keep mentioning a fake losing streak. Uh, it is fake. I don't have 400-something odd days. You guys know who you were if you stopped by the stream. Uh, positivity going forward. We're not going to mention that. Uh, I did lose maybe 5% yesterday, so almost break even. For how bad pitching was, Kind of glad we stayed around that break-even point. So not too bad. Uh, I'm actually happy about that one. Uh, topic number two today. Playing three max, and you know me, the number one hater of three max, single entry, five max, whatever. I, I cannot stand these contests. I'm starting to think there is some value to these. And I know there's guys in the industry that say 
there is value. You should play three max. You should play these five max or single entry tournaments. They are winnable. You should play a hundred entries or less. Like all, all this stuff. I get it. I understand why. I totally get it. You want to be on an even playing field for the most part. And then if you could win, kudos to you. You can find some edge in these tournaments. I have an interesting t- statistic that I said in the beginning I'd mention to you guys. If you guys remember a few podcasts ago, I mentioned in these big large field tournaments back in the day how many would cash or how many would profit. Sorry, not how many would cash. How many users would profit in a big $5 tournament, a bit tournament a big ten dollar tournament a big fifteen dollar tournament with ten twenty thirty forty thousand entries that was hovering around eight percent back in the day eight and a half percent it is now sub five where we're at around four and a half percent four point eight give or take and we'll just round it up to five percent so a significant drop off in those large field tournaments understandable right because uh, Payout structure kind of sucks. It's top-heavy, whatever. A ton of entries. Uh, some of the 150 guys soak up the top you know, 18% that gets paid or whatever the case is. So, so that's kind of understandable, but still, it's, it's worrisome just a little bit. In these three max contests, though, completely different. Again, I'm going to ask you, if you're listening to the podcast, which obviously you are, uh, I'm going to ask you, what percentage of a three max tournament on average do you feel profits in a tournament like this? How many users, individual users, real people, what percentage of the users in a tournament profit in these three max tournaments? If you guessed higher, first of all, you're correct. It isn't 4%. That'd be ludicrous. I would not be mentioning this. If you mention around 8%, so back in the day, the large field tournaments cashed 8%, maybe the three max cashed 8%. Yeah, it's a, a little bit higher than that. If you guess 10, that would be great, but I have good news for you. It's actually a little bit higher than that. The $150 three max, which is probably the best three max on DraftKings, yesterday, out of the 481 entries that played, cashed 13% of users who played that was 63 different users made a profit not just cash made a profit on in that tournament yesterday thank you to lineup study for that in fc pro very easily you can find this information i went in there i filtered all the profit column by greater than zero if you go and do this for all the tournaments you see you'd see how crazy some of these numbers can be for the three max to have 13% of the people in there profiting, we need to start playing some three max, friends. That is nice. For those that have been on this three max train, whether it's $10, $15, $20, or $150, get in some three max. Why not? If 13% of the tournament's going to profit, I'll help you guys out. I'll give you that nugget. Go play the three max. Go make some money. You all can afford it. And if you can't, Play a lower stakes version of these tournaments. I'm sure it's the same way. That was that was that actually caught my attention and has me interested in at least looking at some three max stuff. Pretty cool. Topic number three deals with fantasy draft. We don't often speak about fantasy draft or FD two, as some of you like to call it, on this podcast. 
but we will for the sake of today. They have announced that in July, which is now, next month, 2019, they are introducing rake-free DFS. I don't know what this means because that's vague. The sign just reads, we're changing the game. Rake-free DFS is coming July 2019. I don't know if they've put out statements or what, but they used to have, I don't know if they still do, rake-free head-to-head. Some say they still do. All right, rake-free head-to-head. I hope that's not what they mean. I hope they mean every tournament's going to be rake-free. My goodness. First of all, it feels like a tournament on this site, and no, no disrespect to Fantasy Draft. It feels like a tournament on this site hasn't filled in like the last three years. Number one. Now they're making it all rake-free. So they're going to like double the loss on these tournaments? Like, I don't understand this. And then on top of that, my concern is, because I mentioned I had some concerns in the beginning of the thing, is in, in the lineup study Discord, we were talking about this news because I had mentioned it on the stream. A few then went on to say, how on earth is Fantasy Draft making money? I don't want to jump the gun and say this sounds uh, this sounds very familiar to me, but boys and girls, if you have a bankroll on this site, careful. Just saying. Break free DFS pit. Where's the money coming from? That's the first thing that comes to my mind. I, I, if you're a winner on this site, you can care less, right? If I, I'm going to play, I can care less. But I'm going to be one of those, you know, uh, uptight, players where i win i i take out a portion but by the way i asked you guys what would you do if you won 50k or 100k the first thing you guys said i'd leave five to ten percent and take out the rest i'm gonna be doing that on fantasy draft considering i don't know where this income for the company is coming from either way rake free dfs in july july 1st i am going head first into fantasy draft i really like the site i feel like it's easy just juggling three sites at a time and i want to play more FanDuel. seems to be a really tough task i think i'll be up for it especially if it's rake free gotta get the profits somehow thank you guys for listening as always i'd love it if you could rate like and subscribe keeps the podcast growing i wish you guys the best if you're playing showdown on wednesday good luck if you're rooting for Golden State, uh, I, I, I don't wish you any luck. Uh, but I hope someone takes down the 250K. Tweet me if you have any discussions you want to talk about or anything you want to hear on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you guys tomorrow.